Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my goodness, is there a sound now? Can you, can you confirm, guys? I've been speaking for four minutes. Oh my, that's a mad day. That's, that's to add up for Salah Black. Oh no. Okay, is there a sound? <laughs> is there a sound now? <laughs> uh, can you tell us, guys, if the sound is back? Now it's back. Oh my goodness, okay. Um, I have to say, I have to repeat everything again, so, um, and I have to find a way to cut this part of the stream, I, I will get, I'll get the, um, the management here. Uh, guys, guys, welcome, welcome again, welcome again. It's, it's a mad day, it's a mad day, and the last thing I expected is an unplugged cable, although I made the checks and it, I don't know, it just, it happened. I don't know if it's the first time it happens with the scout, but let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So. What a mad day. I was talking about uh, the Salah Blank and uh, the Haaland hat-trick. And guys, let us know in the chat. Let us know in the chat um, if you captained Haaland. Because that's a master hit. I never considered captaining Haaland. So if you did, very, very well done. If you captained one of the Liverpool assets uh, defenders, then also let us know. Um, if you are in the Salah and Jesus camp, Come here, come here and join us. This is the stream for you. <laughs> um, right, so we're gonna break down the statistics from uh, today. Seven matches gone by, crazy event. So we will uh, break it down. And um, I'm sure you have questions about Robertson or Diaz. Uh, some of you have made swaps to fund other moves. Uh, do you go back to them? What do you do with it? Especially Robertson, because he did very well, but even Simicas came on. And to be honest, everyone in Liverpool's game today did very well. The question is, who is going to start in midweek? Because they have three matches in a week now. So, which is, is Simicas do a start? That's the big question. Um, right, right. Handicap. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, but I think now the voice is good, right? Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, let's start. Let's start. Let's start. All right. Um, as you can see, we have seven matches. This screen should be bigger and clearer, but thanks to Liverpool, they made it this way. Very congested. So, um, tried my best to make it as clear as possible. Uh, let, let me, guys, if you have any issues with it. Um, so, first match of uh, the day, this was the lunch kickoff match with Manchester United 
away win against Southampton. Three statistics from this match is a Diogo Dalot who finished uh, with the clean sheet and assist and uh, bonus points. Uh, he's accumulated an XGI of 0.25 and delivered the assist for Bruno's goal. Remember Bruno from the old days. Uh, Southampton didn't overmatch in terms of statistics. Uh, only Che Adams, who has scored a couple of goals midweek in the cup, uh, in the Carabao Cup, and then uh, today he has accumulated an XGI of 0.52. Um, other than that, it's been it's been that from the match. Brentford and Everton. Finally, my boy Gordon. Don't ask me why he's in my team. <laughs> I thought he's gonna be the best 5.5 ca- uh, pick. And so far he is. He has accumulated five shots on target last game week without scoring or returning. Uh, today he's managed to get four shots on target again, uh, scoring the only goal for Everton. He was, until the 93rd minute, he was on 10 points. He got the yellow card, he dropped off the bonus completely, and he finished on a six points. So, kind of gutted from that, but... Um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we move, we move. Um, Tony continued to deliver well in terms of his uh, uh, statistics. Uh, an XGI of a 0.66. Unlucky for the owners, I, I'm sure some wild cards uh, or some swaps from midfield to a forward have gone for Tony. Didn't manage to get a return, but he looked very good um, from a, a stats point of view. Now the rest of the matches have been very very good for the for the home sides, uh, starting from Brighton win against Leeds United, um, Dunk Veltman Sanchez honors very well done on the clean sheet. Sanchez has made two saves, managed to bonus points. He was one save away from even a uh, another uh, save point, potentially going into three BBS if he got that. Pascal Gross has has been the star. Uh, I know he's been coming in into some teams, um, managed an XGI of 0.7, scoring the goal of Brighton from the match. Just get off this. Yeah. I've been... Alright, he's gone. Um, right, from Leeds United, um, so many um, managers have bought Rodrigo uh, after the hole against Chelsea. Today he has been, um, he hasn't delivered what was expected from the managers, of course, uh, but he has accumulated as, uh, an XGI of 0.27. He has been the most standout player yet again from Leeds, but as always, Brighton has been tough in defense, and um, yeah, maybe a return was a bit too much from, from uh, too much an ask from Rodrigo. Um, but yeah, uh, Chelsea. A win, uh, a home win for Chelsea against Leicester City, two goals to one. James uh, has been one of the standout players as well. Uh, a shot that hit the post, uh, a total XGI of 0.6, and delivered the assist. Uh, Raheem Sterling has been their star for today, uh, a total XGI of 1.38, uh, scoring two goals. Um, and Cocorella, Cocorella has managed an assist from an, X, an XA of 0.02. I haven't seen the assist back, so is it that low? What's surprising? Uh, but at 5.1, even at uh, a competition so far, he has been ahead of Chilwell. And, and the, the more 
games he's starting, the more I'm convinced to get him at some point. Now, Fofana is coming in, so it should boost the clean sheet potential, and maybe he's becoming a pick to 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 go for. Um, uh, at 4.4 for a Chelsea starter, I'm sure they are paying 90 or 80 or whatever the number is to be a starter, right? Um, so I'm keeping an eye on that. Uh, I have I'm, I'm playing I'm playing this week five at the back, uh, but Fofana has to find a place in my team. Um, I have to find a place for him for sure. Um, right next um, from Leicester City again, it's been. And man, I don't know. Tillemans is the standout pick. Without Madison, someone had to step up, and Tillemans was was there. He has accumulated an HGI of 1.19. Didn't manage to get a return, so he has been really underperforming. Um, and then Liverpool. Let's talk about Liverpool and this game against Bournemouth. Look, statistics won't make any sense here. I won't tell you, oh, Trent managed an HGI of 0.29, but he managed a goal and assist. Robertson had an HGI of 0.13 and he got an assist. These numbers won't make sense now. The whole team has been on fire today. Uh, Bournemouth had probably one of their worst matches in a very, very long time, if if ever. Um, Everyone has chipped in, except for the one that we want him the most to return. And that's uh, Mohamed Salah. Why? 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 It's one of those days. That's the only thing. Stats-wise, he's been one of the highest this game week with an XGI of zero uh, of uh, 1.28. So he should have had at least a goal. And a goal. Um, there is something like uh, I saw a clip of of uh, I don't know a 10 centimeters mess, like unbelievable from an Elliot's uh, pass. He had just to tap it in, and he did ski it, basically. And I don't know how to ski it myself from, from that range. Um, so that sums it up. That sums it up, really. Um, it's been unbelievable. Um, on the other hand, Lewis Diaz, statistically, has managed an XGI of just under half half a goal. Uh, but he managed to get two goals. So uh, it's, it's really about Salah not being on his day. Nine goals without any single return... That's, I don't know, I can't, I, I can't speak about it. Uh, we've seen a lot of times a 5-0 win for Man City, but KDB manages an assist or even a blind. That, that's up to 5-0, that's the most I've seen. But 9-0 is absolutely no chance, right? No chance. Pascal Gross, I like him. What is he now quite a speed? Is he 5.7? Yeah, I like him a lot. We will we will go through some some Q and A at the very end, um, so we will chat about that. Uh, Bournemouth, no stats, nothing at all. Um, it's been it's been really really one sided game from every aspect. Now, question is, what do we do with Robertson? Um, he managed the assist from the corner, which is scored by Van Dyke. But his total HGI is 0.13, and to be fair, for the whole season, he hasn't been the Robertson that we know. So, in a way, I would say that the sellers... Now, okay, I want to get it right. Selling Robertson before Bournemouth is not ideal. It's never be something I'm going to do myself. Um, But to get a 9 or a 10 or 11 points based on the stats... Uh, he has outperformed in terms in terms of attacking returns, right? But points always 
has always been a potential for Bournemouth, right? So in a way, maybe the sellers would feel a, a little bit unlucky that he got nine points. But again, I'm, I'm certainly before Bournemouth has been has been uh, really, I would say, tough. Uh, at least for me, I won't do it. Basically, um, Lewis Diaz is getting what now fourteen points. So if you started the season with Diaz over Robertson, you are really on an advantage, right? Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, what a goal from him! What a goal from him! FPL George, he missed five sitters. That's that must be Salah, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> um, right. So Firmino, let's talk about Firmino. Now I know Firmino is 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 having a struggle for some time already. Uh, he hasn't been himself. He hasn't been in the eleven. He hasn't scored for a really long time, and. Every season he just operates at Christmas time. That's where most of his points coming in. Now he has got three assists and two goals, four shots on target, XGI of 1.58. That's a huge day for him. And how would that reflect in his confidence? We will see the next game. I'm not entirely sure how, like in terms of team structure, I would fit him in. But he's definitely someone that is picking up form. And... With Jota coming back very soon, uh, Nunes is coming back. I think after one or two games, there will be question mark if you get him for uh, for a midterm at least. So, would I go there? I'm not sure yet, but he can definitely be a very very nice differential if you have if you have really um, if you are looking for a, a huge differential early in this stage of the season. The Brazilian Santa Claus, yeah, yeah, that's that's a very fair name, <laughs> uh, CPT Smooth, yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, right, next up is Man City, Man City against Crystal Palace. Now, I, I did not expect this this result, um, especially when we went down two 0 I was like, oh, are we going to do it the hard way again? It's not every time you get it into uh, into the Aston Villa uh, vibes. Of last season, we made it back in Newcastle with a 3-3 draw, coming back from 3-1. Are we going to do it again? I didn't feel it, especially the Palace. Uh, we know Palace how tough they are. And to be fair, after 2-0, the most standout player, stats-wise, was Anderson with an XG of 0.09. Uh, we we scored we scored the first goal by an own goal. Um, so none of the defenders or midfielders or even attackers has managed something against against Man City, and I'm referring to Palace players. Um, it, it was really about Man City for this game, and about Erling Haaland, who is yet again lethal, on fire. Finally, Foden passed the ball to him, uh, the ball to him, and he managed to score his first hat trick in the Premier League. Um, with 17 points, happy days. Total XGI is 1.43. Uh, I think I think he's gonna be a, a golden boot contender this season. And I don't know how in this form Pep will even think of benching him. He can definitely do that, but I just don't see it. He's he's fighting himself. He is settling. I think much much quicker than anticipated. You gotta give him time to play. At least 70 minutes every match. So I feel confident after after today. I feel confident that he's gonna play in next midweek because many has already many have already made the switch to to Kane or 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 
or someone else. Uh, Alvarez played some minutes. Um, I think he looked he, he looked fine. Uh, the question is, we were waiting for three seasons to get a Man City striker, a proper number nine, and now we are considering benching him in game week five. I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel like Haaland has made himself untouchable for the time being, but it's Pep. It's Pep, and he can do anything he wants, right? Um, Cancelo. I want to talk about Cancelo because this is another game where it's clear that Cancelo is not performing, is not producing stats. Uh, another low stat, stats uh, for him this game week, an XGI of 0.08. He was subbed off at the 61st, 62nd minute. I don't know, I didn't see back. Was he that bad in that game or just purely a need to switch things up? Um, I, I have to look at the highlights again, but that doesn't sound like good thing for Cancelo owners. Um, I still think he, I still think City will keep the most clean sheets along with Liverpool by the end of the season. Maybe Arsenal will compete with that. Uh, question is, is he, is he justifiable at 7 million? Probably he's still the most nailed one, but at the moment he's not worth it. Um, as as painful as it says, at seven million you would expect something like, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't compare to Robertson because he just got the first assist. But even that, it's it's really, yeah, it's he's not he's not he's not producing as let's compare him to last season. He's not he's not doing it. Um, maybe it's some tactical switch with Erling Haaland coming in. He had to switch things up to fit him in at the expense of, of Cancelo being more in the midfield or in, in a 2-3-5 formation where he becomes a little bit inside. Um, yeah, it's something to think about. I still think the next couple are very good, especially for clean sheets. But come the wild card, if things want to change, I would consider downgrading potentially uh, but there is no need to to move him on uh, just yet but uh, just an observation on how I see things after four game weeks from from Joao Cancelo um, Laporte will be back somewhere end of September so I wouldn't worry about him Aki is starting training again so if I don't know if you fancy stones um, he's been having a dramatic game he scored the own goal Obviously, it's not it's not much he can do about that goal. Uh, but he came back with an assist. He, I saw a clip of Pip saying, "You are the man. You are the man." So again, he, he might set himself. Him, actually, it's not necessarily that actually will come back in the starting eleven. Uh, so we will see about that. Okay. Last thing is Arsenal um, against Fulham. Gabriel Martinelli and Saka. I want to compare these two because. For the fourth game, I own Saka and I don't own Martinelli. And I'm sure so many have Martinelli as well and question whether that blank is unlucky or he didn't do enough. Well, stats say that his XGI was almost a double of Saka. He had five key uh, passes, uh, five chances created, uh, seven shots, yeah, four off target, but he's taking shots and he's been electric. And I think he has been so unlucky not to get a return. Uh, Saka has been... He, he hasn't hasn't been bad. He has been lively. But in terms of shooting or uh, making key passes, he, he has been... He has much lower stats than 
than Martinelli this game. So I feel like I got away with an assist uh, and I got away with a, a Martinelli blank. So let me know guys what you think. What, how do you feel about the Martinelli blank against um, Fulham? I still think now 1.5 million difference. I think it's still worth in the swap. Um, now I've been keeping him and I'm considering doing the swap if he is not injured. Um, Fulham uh, in general didn't offer much. The only standout thing is the Mitrovic uh, goal from an XGI of 0.15 uh, thanks to the howler of Gabriel uh, trying to dribble in the penalty box uh, only for Mitrovic to uh, to uh, yeah to uh, intercept it and and convert it to a goal. Other than that, um, Arsenal looked really good again. Gabriel Jesus didn't have the best of the days again, but he has been he has been okay. But for for FPL, another yellow card. Um, he, I don't know what to do, uh, what to feel about him. He's been he has been a player of two points or nineteen points. So we will see. We will see. For now, he is doing okay, and another home game against Villa uh, should be good for goals. All right, so let's move on to the next section. All right, all right, all right. Goalkeepers. Um, we have to speak about Danny Ward, right? Uh, to be fair to him, he hasn't been as bad today. Um, he made only one save and conceded two. Um, and XG prevented is minus 0.2. So what I would say here is, what I want to say here, or the, the table says here, that he almost conceded what he deserved to concede, basically. Um, and overall... I think it's time to let him go or at least bench him if you have both Leicester keepers. I think it's time to find a way to get another goalkeeper. Henderson is uh, in my shortlist. Um, Raya and Sanchez as well. So, yeah. It, I don't think he is a good option anymore. I think we overestimated. <laughs> four points in four game weeks. That's, uh, that's hilarious. Um, in a rare occasion, Ederson has featured in this table as one of the worst keepers of this game week. I would say apart from the Travers, uh, from Travers who conceded 9 goals, HG prevented minus 4.8. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a different story. Uh, but Ederson has conceded 2 goals from an HG of 0.3, making the HG prevented is minus 1.7. So it's really, really bad. Um, Ramsdale didn't have to do much in terms of HG prevented. He conceded that a chance, and otherwise he has been he hasn't been tested enough. Um, Raya and Sanchez. Raya, despite conceding, he has made six saves um, and uh, managed a couple of bonus points. Right. Um, Sanchez, on the other hand, he has made two saves and uh, kept a clean sheet with a couple of bonus points. Now this game week they showed that. They really worth, or they rewarded all the whole, uh, all the keepers, or the managers that kept him uh, until now. So uh, well done to their owners. And now let's talk about defenders. All right, defenders. Um, Gabriel tops the list with an XGI of zero point seven seven. As always, we know Gabriel offers a lot of goal threat and he managed to convert one today and I think he will do a couple of more goals this season. Um, someone I want to talk about, um, because I think this is the first start 
for Stupinian. Uh, I hope I pronounced it correctly. Um, the new signing of Brighton. Was he the left back that uh, came in just one second? Yeah, he's a left wing back. Um, he played 79 minutes. He managed three chances created, one shot it was off target, and total XGI of 0.77. So, um, I'm, I'm not sure I have... Uh, yeah, it's uh, something... something uh, sorry, uh, an XG, but that's the Gabriel 77, uh, 0.77. Stupinian uh, managed an XGI of 0.71. Uh, total XA is 0.69. So in first game, he offered a lot of assist potential. And if you look for 4.5 defender, and you don't have Sanchez, or you can't get Sanchez, because you have another goalkeeper, I think Stupinan is a really decent option. Um, he would be very, very huge differential. Uh, Brighton have good features. Um, I think he's a decent option. Um, so if he returns this next game week, then I'll be the first one to talk about him potentially. So that's that's uh, yeah, that's something. Um, Reese James offers a lot of goal threat, um, uh, a lot of XGI again of zero point six. Um, he got the assist. His shot hit the target, hit the post. It's been a bit unlucky again, um, but that's that's decent. He has got returns in. Two matches in a row, so uh, well, two in the last three matches, uh, so that's great. And then someone I like him as a player, but his problem is playing for Leicester, who is defensively weak. It's Castagna, and every now and then he will pop up with a goal uh, or some attacking return. Um, he managed an XGI of 0.41 uh, with a um, one shot on target. Um, another player I want to mention is Joao Cancelo. Of course, we mentioned him. Um, very down in the list with an XGI of 0.08. Kyle Walker is the same. Cocorilla and Saliba. I don't know if <laughs> the, the assist from Saliba was like the ball touched him. So um, I, I don't know how they even given him an XA of 0.01. Um, but yeah, just to show that um, we got away with it, the Saliba owners with some assists. So that's that's really nice. Um, right, next section will be about midfielders. Alright, um, before we continue, if you like the stream, please like and share and subscribe to the channel so you get all the notification about this content and the others that the Fantasy Football Scout offer during the whole week. Now, midfielders is a bigger list, which is more exciting to talk about. Um, you see, only Sterling has managed a more, a higher XGI uh, than Salah. Salah has managed a, uh, an XGI of 1.28 with a blank one shot on target from a four attempt. So that's, uh, yeah, uh, didn't have his best day. Uh, someone else I want to mention and keep an eye on it because Ilanga is getting starts now and... Um, while Ronaldo is uh, starting on the bench for the last couple, Rashford playing on a 10, Elanga and Sancho on the sides, uh, we will see the rest of the uh, transfer window whether Ronaldo will, will move away uh, to another club. Uh, Elanga could be a decent option at 4.9, uh, 
um, he has managed a total XGI of 1.13, which mostly majority of the stats is coming from the assist potential. And we know he uh, delivered the assist for Sancho's goal against Liverpool. So he is capable of goals and assists. And if Ronaldo leaves, he is by far the best five million sub option. I don't think he will be five uh, after that. I'm sure he will be. Uh, his price will be growing up in the few weeks that, um, yeah, he he gets really um, noticed. Basically, um, down the list we uh, get Foden, who is finally passing the ball to to Haaland. I'm just gonna talk about it. Uh, that is an XGI of 0.84. Now, for then he is returning again, and I think now we sh- we start to distinguish the best 8.0 million players. I think for then is is one of the best, along with Kulusevski, uh, Saka, and Mount. Mount has been a disaster pick so far. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking at potential trying and fit in for then in my team because I really really like him and I think he's. He's nailed from, of course, no one will be nailed 90 minutes each, but for the majority of the starts in the next few weeks, I think Foden and, and Haaland would be, would be a great, a great duo. Um, Gabriel Martinelli uh, with an HGI of 0.81 compared to Saka 0.44. Odegaard, um, he deserves a notice. He deserves a mention because he has been again on this list for the last couple of weeks. Uh, total XGI of 0.61 so he might might give you a tough decision because he is cheaper than Saka still more expensive than Martin and Lee I think ideally people would like to go for a a goal threat potential in Martin and Lee but Odegaard has has a bit of both especially in the assist potential and if rotation hits and Smithrow gets menaced at the expense of either Saka or Martin and Lee Maybe Odegaard gets most of the minutes, so he, he could be a great differential. That's that's my conclusion from that. Um, Anthony Gordon, um, who is um, in to- uh, who is linked to to move to uh, Chelsea, is is been still with Everton. Um, he managed a five shots, four on target, and XGI of zero point three four, and he finally scored the goal. What I noticed from Gordon, before I say, oh, I advocated on Gordon, I think he's one of the most uh, exciting 5.5 picks if you look for someone much better than Neto or, 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 or Bailey potentially. Uh, if he stays with Everton, if he moves to Chelsea, I think he's going to be a dead pick unless he's moving there as a starter. But um, as of now, he's a talisman for Everton. Um, He's taken nine shots on, on target last two weeks, this game week and the game week before. The problem with the shots on target that they are low quality shots. Um, so if, if you like to punt on, on a 5.5, if you struggle to move your team structure and you're really desperate for a 5.5, keep an eye on Gordon. If, if the transfer window closes and he stays at Everton, I think he might be a decent option. Um, so yeah and the last one I want to mention is Rodrigo because he's been picked by so many managers this week um, he didn't return but he managed to get five shots only one on target and a total XGI of 0.27 so yeah um, 
not not the greatest of a day for the owners and finally we'll move to the forwards all right all right uh, forwards uh, the list is much shorter because we don't have many strikers from the teams that have played today uh, but it's worth mentioning of course Roberto Firmino who's coming at 8 million I didn't even know his price before before today <laughs> um, goal attempts 5 4 on target a total AGI of 1.58 uh, which is wow basically um, comes next Haaland with an XGI of 1.43 7 shots 3 on target and managed 3 goals he's the lethal every shot on target is a goal exceptional exceptional from him uh, Gabriel Jesus on the other hand um, he has managed only 1 shot on target and the total XGI of a 0.45 now the problem with Jesus what I noticed is he's been Apart from last game week, which game week he planned, the this game, last game week or the game week before, every other game, the three game weeks so far from the season, he's been contributing. Um, he he he's doing he's do he's not he's not converting every every match in, in every match, uh, but he's been lively. He's been a key role to the new system where Arsenal, um, in which Arsenal are playing with now. So. Um, I would keep Jesus for the time being. I don't know if he will be in the next template come the next wild card in game week eight or nine or whatever. Um, but for now, I don't see any reason to to give him up. Um, from I, I wouldn't say too much about the EO. I, yeah, it's it's a, a little bit like I don't want to link it to the EO, but he's owned by seventy percent. So at this early stage of the season, you don't want to be on the wrong side. Uh, wrong side. Uh, from now and lastly Mitrovic he's got another goal um, I always said about him he's essential for the first six seven game weeks and then uh, you can peacefully sell him and he's been doing that he's been scoring an another goal today uh, from uh, his two shots on target but total XGI was very low Arsenal didn't give up much but that error from Gabriel resulted in a clean sheet wipeout. But if you have Mitrovic, then very, very well done. Um, and yeah, that's that. That's what we want to cover for the forwards. All right, um, running out of uh, time because I spent five minutes talking uh, to myself. Um, but we are happy to take a couple of questions from the stream. Let us know, guys, what do you think of today? What did you observe? Uh, which players stood out from you? And uh, what do you think? What do you think you are doing for next game week? Someone asked about Pascal Ross. I think he's a decent player. Um, he is 5.7, so a little bit more than the 5.5 bracket. But if you can afford that, then why not? It's it's he's a great great option. Um, sell or keep Haaland? I would definitely for myself. I would definitely keep Haaland. I want to see the rotation hit. I don't want to anticipate the rotation. Um, I want to see him benched. I want to take the pain once, and then the next game he will be starting, and then the game week after maybe the question mark. I guess once we start playing the Champions League game, we will see that pattern on who's going to start in the Champions League, who's going to start in the Premier League. And as far as I know, until today, we don't have the, um, the fixtures which team uh, Man City are playing first in the Champions League if it's Borussia Dortmund then you would anticipate the game week before there will be some rotation there 
Um, so keep an eye on that. But for now, there's nothing to worry about. Enjoy his points. That's what you're going to do for this week. Uh, Neto to Gross for free before the price change. Um, is he do a change, Pascal Gross? Um, because I think that this early stage, and one of the things I didn't do this season is I haven't been fast with uh, price changes. And I have missed on a lot of price changes and my team value is already low. So if you can afford that, then that's fine. Remember, Neto is playing Bournemouth next game week. And you, if you've seen the match today, um, it's really going to be um, too hard uh, to justify selling Neto. The, the problem with Neto is he's capable of scoring, but he's capable of being uh, of playing as a right wing back. He's capable of subbing off at 60 minutes for Podence, Juan Jimenez, uh, Adama Traore. So they have plenty of options. So if you can afford waiting another day, watching him tomorrow against Newcastle, you might get an idea whether you definitely want to keep him or sell him. I had to pull the trigger on Neto this week because I felt I didn't have enough cover of Arsenal uh, defense. Um, so yeah, it could still backfire. Happy with the assist from Saliba and a bonus point, but um, Neto could really match it tomorrow. So we'll see. Will you be selling Ederson, Ashley? Uh, if you are desperate for cash, <clears throat> then maybe but the thing is I think he, they will keep a couple of clean sheets between now and um, the wild card of game week 7 or 8 uh, so it's not I don't think it's an error if you have absolutely no problem with your team um, then maybe, uh, maybe I don't know I think you can do much better with the transfer you have than selling Ederson Cancelo sell Cancelo um not quite there, but it's definitely something that's annoying me a little bit. Um, unless he changes things and start producing the stats that we know. The thing is, it would be a formal. It, it would be a worry. I would be, I would be worried if I sell Cancelo. I'll be mindful that I'm selling him because he's not producing his stats, but because he's highly owned and he is capable. We know he is capable as a player. Then it would be scary a little bit. So. You really need to be very sure of selling Cancelo. Um, but I don't think it's time yet. No, not at all. What would you suggest? Saka to Gross or Martinelli? Well, I would assume um, that you need to sell Saka to Martinelli or Gross to fund another move, right? If, if, if that's the case, then I would definitely pick Martinelli. And uh, otherwise, I would... I would keep Saka. Maybe I would keep Saka if um, if it's one for one. But if you are planning to use that one and a half million difference to fund another thing, then then maybe. Should we keep or sell Zenchenko? I have no idea what's the issue with Zenchenko. Um, I'll be I'll be listening to the press conference of Arteta. I don't know if he mentioned anything. If he's out for this week, I'll be back next week. I would keep him. If it's a bit longer term, then I would I would, I would consider uh, selling for sure. <clears throat> is Bernardo Silva okay? The last question we're gonna pick is about Bernardo Silva. Um, I was all in for Gundogan uh, as a City fan. I will hate letting Bernardo leave because we've seen today he's unplayable. Uh, but if that happens, then it opens the door for Gundogan. And uh, we've seen he came off the bench. Uh, he delivered the assist. I think he's a great option. 
the the problem with that is the minutes and with the next few weeks coming in no one especially between Bernardo Riyad and Gundogan no one will be nailed a lot of minutes maybe Bernardo will be will be one of the most nailed ones to be honest um, so I'll be waiting a bit more I think for Bernardo what's the price for Bernardo 7 million I would try to find another million and go for Foden basically um, right right so that's it that's it we are about 46 minutes so uh, guys thank you very much for uh, coming in here and uh, thank you very much also for being patient with me I promise you that the, uh, the start that will not happen again um, so yeah um, if you like the stream again please like and share and subscribe uh, enjoy your weekend guys take care yourselves and have a wonderful day see you next week same time same day goodbye